0: The first-of-its-kind study from Columbia University found that two in five drivers who'd used alcohol and cannabis in the past year also drove under the influence of one or both. InfoTracks' Gina Tedesco is here to talk with the study's author. Gina? Thanks, Chris. Joining us now with more is the study's first author, Priscilla dib Gonçalves from Columbia University's Mailman School of Public Health. Findings are published in the American Journal of Preventive Medicine. Doctor, by cannabis, do we mean marijuana, or does the word cover more than that drug?
1: By cannabis, we do mean marijuana. So for the general public, I think both can be considered synonyms.
0: As we know, previous research indicated that alcohol and cannabis together makes drivers more impaired than just one alone, but tell us how your research breaks new ground.
1: This research is really important because here we are investigating how when people who reported using those two substances in the past year, if they reported using them simultaneously within the same occasion, so their effects overlap. So these people, they are more likely to report driving under the influence. And then also in this research, it's, as you said in the beginning of the interview, it's really concerning because we have two out of five drivers reporting this behavior. Also, in our research, we have self-report information. So in the questionnaires, the participants reported they under the influence. It's not that they were stopped by law enforcement or something similar like that. So we are seeing people before they are involved to even more serious consequences. So maybe we can prevent behaviors intervening in these people who are reporting this pattern of substance use. And while 42%
0: say they had driven under the influence of both substances together, how many in the study said they had driven under the influence of just one of the substances?
1: We have 8% that drove under the influence of alcohol only, 20% that drove under the influence of cannabis only, and 14 who drove under the influence of alcohol and cannabis within the past year. So 42% said they have driven either alcohol, cannabis, or alcohol and cannabis And tell us about the study. It was pretty
0: large. How many participants, over what years, etc.?
1: We used data from the national survey on drug use and health and we had over 34,000 participants within this study. The data was collected between 2016 and 2019. We selected only people who were 16 and older and reported any use of alcohol and cannabis within the past year and they had to report being drivers so we only select people who had some driving experiences. Doctor,
0: there were some face-to-face interviews. How does that assist the research?
1: This is a very large survey that happens in the United States, and it's a large representative study. Substance use-related questions, they can be a little bit more sensitive, so people can not be so willing to provide the information. So in this study, what they do for this more sensitive questions, the participant, they hear the question, and then the person responds to the question. But the short answer to your question, yes, it is collected face-to-face, and then for this more sensitive questions, they have this audio part of the questionnaire.
0: And I know that you have an eye on so-called promotional cannabis prices. What is your concern with those?
1: Concern with those would be similar concerns we have with alcohol promotions, because when you increase availability, you reduce price, you can have higher use. So it's also with cannabis, if you have alcohol and cannabis outlets close together, it would also be a concern if people would be using more of the substance together if they have easier access to both substances.
0: The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration reports that every day, 28 people die in drunk driving crashes. Now, you talked earlier about your findings raising public health concerns. What would you like to see done?
1: Driving under the influence of cannabis is still a lot of questions that we need to concern. We need to concern what are the tolerance that people have to cannabis? How do we measure that a person is impaired due to cannabis use? So I guess if we had measures to better report intoxication, because, for example, for alcohol, they have that chart that shows your blood alcohol concentration and how impaired you are to drive. So I wish we could have measures that we could have something similar for cannabis. But I think we need much more data on that to be able to inform the population better and also to have people be more sensitive when they judge they are impaired to drive and raising awareness about impairment.
0: Dr. Priscilla Dib Gonsalves from Columbia University, thank you for your time today and good luck with your future research. Thank you so much, Gina. It was a pleasure being here with you today. For InfoTrack, I'm Gina Tedesco. And that's it for this week's show. Our Internet services are provided by Pair Networks, the home of world-class web hosting. InfoTrack's executive producer is Randy Meyer, and I'm Chris Whitting. We hope you'll join us right here next week for another edition of InfoTrack.